not going down just because of something some stupid adults are doing. Mobile suits. Monday, Monday. Camille's a man's name, and I'm a man! Uh, no carrots, please. Mobile suit? Roger that. Mobile suit. Mobile suit. Change. Although all enemies were defeated, Earth did not change one bit! The commander! <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> every other day, every other day, every other day of the week is fine! You're a soldier here, aren't you? If you want to be more than just a grunt, you better learn to see the whole picture. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I'm the enemy, you idiot! Miss Matilda! Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of Fan Holes Mobile Suit Mondays. Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight. And joining me tonight on this Thunderbolt-erific episode are two, count them, two of my fellow Fan Holes. Why don't you guys give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight. Hey, it's Mike and I've got my special aqua gear. On. And this is Justin, and I am, of course, kawaii, 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 kawaii. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was interesting. I was trying to figure out what song I and I was unsuccessful, but that I think it, that was another case of they had to record some kind of music for that scene, and they couldn't use whatever music was referenced in the manga, probably because you know, they'd have to pay for it. So they they made another another song up, which I, I assume had the same vibe and or effect. So but yeah, we are discussing the the third episode of the second season of Gundam Thunderbolt. So I think that would make this what, episode seven of Gundam Thunderbolt. And uh, what I did was I pulled up one of these tiny Wikipedia synopses, so if you guys are just following along and want to know what the hell's going on, we can get into it, but here we go. Due to the emotional trauma Carla suffered during the One Year War, her mind has regressed back to that of an adolescent child with the Xeon remnants, now trying to take care of her in hopes of her adult mind. Wow, I should have read this before. I read it because that makes no sense. <laughs> ba basically, like, there. <laughs> yeah, I can't even wrap my head around this. Her, just listen to this. Her mind has regressed back to that of an adolescent child with the Xeon remnants now trying to take care of her in hopes of her adult mind to recover. 
I'm sorry. That, that's not even a fucking that's, sentence. That's not grammar. That's not grammar. That's not a sentence. I'm, I'm not editing this either. It's just fucking bullshit is what it is. But basically, look, Carla's, Carla's regressed to that of a, a little child, basically. And the, the Xeon remnants are trying to, you know, assist her in her recovery so that they can, of course, you know, once again use her, her scientific intellect and, and, you know, use it to make weapons of war and stuff like that. Meanwhile, we've got Daryl's Akai Squadron that's headed to the South Sea Alliance-controlled city in Southeast Asia to retrieve a spy, but then their cover ends up being blown, and then they have to fend off all the island's mobile suits. Meanwhile, the Spartan is confronted by a South Sea Alliance mobile suit squadron, and it turns out, shock of shocks, that the commander of that mobile suit squadron is EO's former commander and lover, Claudia. Bum, bum, bum. And so that's basically me kind of on the fly making it semi, semi understandable, the synopsis on Wikipedia. But yeah, we, we, this is, this has just been released as of the time of this recording. And as we like to do, you know, we, we kind of like to get together while it's fresh in our minds and kind of discuss the, the recent Thunderbolts episodes and everything. So what'd you guys think of this episode? I, I liked it. And I mean, well, I know like Justin, like you kind of like Daryl episodes like better basically, but I don't know. Like this, this one didn't seem like as exciting, I guess, that as like the other like last few episodes. And I don't know. There's like, I mean, the ending was kind of like, I was kind of exactly the same as EO where I was like, Claudia, like what the fuck? Like, but <laughs> yeah. Otherwise I was kind of like, okay, well they're all in act guys and they're trying to infiltrate someplace and then it goes wrong and then you know shit goes down and i don't know it, it just didn't it, it didn't really it seemed like once the 20 minutes were over i'm like that's all that happened like okay yeah it, it seemed to go by really quick and you know i i did appreciate those opening scenes with carla even even though they were really, really kind of you know ultimately like very sad you know seeing her you know basically act like a little child and thinking Daryl is, you know, mistaking. She's mistaking Daryl for her father, and he, you know, he's trying to put on a brave face. I think, you know, they were walking through like this little meadow of flowers, and they had like honey and a uh, on toast, and they were like having a nice little meal with the family. And he kind of like, you know, had to like see her go back into the base and then get a report that you know he he's kind of instrumental to her recovery to to maybe getting him her memories back so like that was interesting because of course i like daryl but it was also really uh kind of you know sad like it was really kind of heart touching but like yeah the, the it, it felt like nothing really much happened after that until like the battle and then the ending i was like wait you're what you're dead like didn't you get shot and sucked out into space like what <laughs> what yeah so yeah i mean they're they uh, i i would imagine they'll they'll reveal some more details about how claudia ended up being where she is in the next episode but I, I do think it's interesting that I when you first see 
Carla and Daryl interacting, you, you almost, I mean, it's like they're trying to pull a fast one on you because you almost get the vibe like, wow, they got their happy ending after all, you know? And, and it's like, it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of like you, you have that moment where, you know, the, the minute she calls him Papa, you know, then, you, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, <laughs> like, like, oh, like, that, like, you know, that, that it's not quite as, you know, it's not all wine and roses, you know, in this situation as it, as it looks. I mean, they're, they're obviously trying to, you know, create this very comfortable environment to assist in her recovery, but that look he's got on his face when she calls him that, you know, it's just like, like he's basically, it, 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 it reminds me of how maybe somebody feels with a relative that has maybe Alzheimer's or something like that, where they they just don't remember you or they remember you the wrong way or something like that. And, and that, that, that thing of, oh, you think you're having like a moment and you're, you're recapturing, you know, some kind of connection that you once had, but then you kind of realize like, it's not exactly the same thing. And then, and then the other part of that sequence that is kind of interesting is that, you know, she, she's always like, Carla's always had that Electra complex. I mean, they, they've shown us that sequence of her and her father and holding her father's, you know, amputated, you know, mechanical hand in the past. And now, you know, she's literally doing the same thing with Daryl, you know? So it's like, it's, it's almost like, you know, slapping you in the face with that. You know, it's like she, you know, it, it, her and Daryl conceivably could have had a relationship but it would still have been founded in this kind of strange Electra, you know, Oedipal type complex that, that she's got, you know? So I, I think that's something that that's interesting about that sequence as well. I, I did like the scene of Cornelius, like driving his fist into EO's head when EO was like, kind of like bitching about his mobile suit getting repaired. <laughs> Cornelius is just like, ah, what do you say? <laughs> driving his fist into his head. I like that. Yeah, I like Cornelius, and I feel bad when he kind of gets, like, marginalized or whatever, but... Yeah. The one thing, and it's it's kind of totally unrelated, but, like, the one thing that, like, kind of... I don't know, like, it didn't really work for me is, like, the Xeon, like, aquatic mobile suits, like, the Ak guys, like, they all, they all had, like, this extra equipment and stuff, and, like, they were trying to, like, you know, show that they were, like, loaded out for some kind of, like, spying mission and you know, some kind of whatever underwater gear and stuff. And I, I was, I thought that was all a bit much like, like one of the act guys had like a, like visor on it and stuff. Periscope like kind of. Yeah. And a periscope. And I'm like, like in the original series, like this stuff would, this shit would just like, you know, come out of the mobile suit itself. And now like all the mobile suits have to have like, you know, like how it has to like be loaded up with like all this extra gear and stuff. Like, I don't know. It seemed a bit, much to me, I guess. So they gotta they gotta sell those models, Larry. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like now buy the act guy with you know like scuba tank or whatever. I think they should have killed that fucking kid. <laughs> the little spy kid. Yeah, because it was like I, I like how they. I mean, they they were really trying like their their 
their utmost to like, look, it's just a kid. Like we can't just shoot this kid. And I kept going, man, he's going to fuck you over guys. Like He's going to do it. And it's like the kid runs away and keeps running away. And eventually he signals the flares and you know, the, 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 what is it? The heat Hawk that sets the fire that also gives away their position and all this other shit. And I was just like, this is going to be bad news. You know, and sure enough, it was. It's been a while since I saw episode four, but didn't Claudia get shot and sucked out into a vacuum? Like, I'm, she, I'm pretty sure, she, yeah. She did, yeah. yeah, she did. Let me ask you this, Derek, because I know you've read some of the manga. Didn't you say that Claudia, like, survives that, like, battle in the manga? Like, flat out survives? Like, doesn't, like, you know... Oh, you mean, like, she doesn't get shot? I'm trying to remember yeah. now if there was a difference or not. Like, I, I know... I know she definitely survives. Like I, I don't, I don't know if it's vastly yeah, different from from the way. I remember it went you down. saying something like yeah. that, where where it's like there was no scene where she got shot by her like subordinate and right. like sucked out into space or anything. Yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe they were trying to like fake you out, where they're like, oh, we're gonna do something different than the manga, but now it's like no, no, she's it, back. It, like, it it definitely. I mean, like I said, they they sort of play with the timing of things and. How, where things are situated, you know, kind of pulp fiction style with how everything, the, the sequence of events. But I, I'd say this is, I mean, you know, most of the stuff you're seeing here, if not directly from the manga, is like, you know, definitely lining up with, with the manga to this point. But I, I think they've finally gotten to the point where I, I don't know what happens after this. I mean, you know, it's... I, I see what you guys are saying about how there's not a whole hell of a lot that happens in the episode, you know, that, that it kind of goes by really quickly and everything. And then you're, you're, you're obviously you're left wanting. I'm, I'm kind of wondering at this point how many episodes they have left. Like, is there just one more episode? Cause if there's only one more episode, I'm like, man, that's going to be a lot to cram in to, you know, wrap everything up, you know, but again, I, I kind of felt the same way about the last show and they, they, I guess, kind of managed to do it as well. So, but, but I, I sort of kind of agree with you guys that they, they certainly spent a lot of time on some stuff in this that, you know, it, it there, there were good moments and stuff, but it, it, it they, they also kind of, you know, maybe spent, too much time on on certain things where I'm, I'm not sure how much how much story they have or how much time they have left to finish telling the story unless there's going to be like additional episodes well I, I can only assume it's profitable for them and i'm sure there'll be like a quote-unquote season three or whatever yeah, but yeah yeah i just wonder like i feel i feel like this whole quote-unquote like season like so far has been kind of decompressed maybe no that makes sense Besides the the what the fuck aspect of Claudia coming back, like that you you know basically you guys thinking she was, you know, most certainly dead. Like, I guess putting that aside for a minute, like, what what were your thoughts on that? Like, do you have any speculations on you know why she's with the South Sea Alliance? Like, do you did you have any first impressions of? that aspect of the story or or do you also share eo's reaction of you know not only you know what the fuck why is she alive but also just what the fuck what do you, why are you allied with the enemy 
you know, I think in episode five of this run or episode one of season two, you know, we had that scene where you see bodies being recovered in space and they're kind of like being disposed of, you know, kind of cremated. Like, you know, after the episode ended, like that's what my mind went to. I was like, oh, I guess I guess those guys found her and she wasn't dead or, you know, she was only mostly dead and they brought her back and now she feels she she owes them or something. I don't know. Like that's that, that was only my initial thought. I guess that's an easy way to, you know, for a shock value surprises, you know, this person you thought definitely died and instead, nope. Because I, I, I had the exact same reaction, like I said, as EO. Like right after he said it, I was like, Claudia! <laughs> Nande! I like and I like how like uh, Cornelius like muscles his way to like the front of the crowd and like presses his face up against the like thing to hear her voice where he's like he's kind of like what the fuck yeah yeah they they both clearly are are affected by that once they hear her over the the intercom and everything did you um I it's weird like I I I don't want to spoil anything that I don't need to but did did, did you guys have any thoughts on because I I know once you know I mean essentially the episode ends with that that reveal you know that that Claudia is still alive and and she's you know basically you know her and the South Sea Alliance are you know sort of in this standoff with the Spartan and everything but it, it, I know when it sort of goes into sort of the next episode like little kind of preview or whatever i mean you know again thunderbolt it's very you know if if you don't know too much about the the story or scenario you know those next episode snippets can be very kind of frenetic and and not you know i wouldn't expect the sequences to make any sense but but i guess without spoiling anything they do give you some clues as to what you know what might be coming up in the in the next episode but i was just curious if if anything stood out to you or if it was just a series of random images that you haven't quite put together because you know obviously nobody would expect you to yeah well sometimes i feel like like if it's a really like spoiler heavy episode it's like they pick the most mundane images basically or like you know pieces of action where you're like okay well that could have come from any episode basically and that's kind of how i felt with this one what did you think about billy doing the whole new type thing during their little skirmish on the the island there yeah that that was kind of interesting i was like oh okay well like i didn't they say that kid was like kind of special or yeah so i was like oh well that's kind of neat like once you hear that noise you're like oh cool like yeah. shit's gonna get you know cool yeah the sound effect is obviously gonna get done like a cue yeah. let, let people know what's going on and stuff i mean it's it's interesting how his it, it, i think but yeah the other guy's name was what Frank or something. I don't know something like that. But basically, their other colleague was just kind of like, "Oh yeah, like that's weird that he, you know, it, 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 there's still that skeptical nature about new types, I guess, you know. So he, he's surprised that his predictions were true. And but but he, it's kind of like he's creeped out, but yet relieved, you know, <laughs> at the same time or something. I'm kind of wondering, like how all this is going to play out like concerning B 
Bianca because like I I like that character and they've definitely spent quite a bit of time like you know showing her to the audience you know getting you know we've, we've been getting to know her and she's definitely interested in EO you know they have their little groovy duel and they're kind of like have this you know buddy buddy relationship and they're definitely looking out for each other on the battlefield so I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering like how is this all going to end for her like is she gonna is she gonna be you know maybe unceremoniously like killed off or how how is she gonna feel about this return that we see in the end is she gonna be like what like the rest of them or is she gonna get like super jealous or yeah yeah there's, you know there's like like where different... where's that gonna leave her yeah, there's a lot of different ways they could take it, definitely. What would you be the most happy with? Like, what kind of direction would you like to see them go in, Justin, with, with Bianca? Honestly, like, I, you know, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of EO, but I, I would like him to get a little happy ending, you know, with her, or at least, you know, at least, you know, at, at least give Daryl or eo some little slice of happiness at the end yeah or maybe if it's just like the battle's over and they're like sitting on top of like their wrecked mobile suits and you know they're just listening to jazz and you know he like puts his arm around her or something like that would be enough for me to just be like oh it's it's at least a little piece of happiness and and what has been you know it's a really great anime it's you know it's a little down it's a little bleak well yeah yeah they, 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 it's, it, there's obviously the stuff they go through is excruciating and, and can be quite brutal you know so so that you know it's somebody coming out of this you know maybe not necessarily unscathed but you know sort of with with a uh you know a little more of an optimistic future, you know, that, that, you know, nobody would be adverse to that. Like these characters probably have earned, you know, some, some happiness as opposed to, you know, characters that, you know, it's just a given that there's going to be a happy ending. I think Bianca should end up with Cornelius. <laughs> that could also be a equally satisfying way to, way to end out her character. Yeah, I hope at least Cornelius like gets to live. Like maybe he like, retires and he's living on like luna or something he's you know he dies an old man happy with like 12 kids or something like, as long as he does, doesn't join the titans I yeah mean, everything <laughs> should be fine yeah I, I was gonna say as long as he avoids the events of like you know zeta zeta 2 or i mean uh, double zeta and charge counterattack you'll be okay you should go ask like char asnable like oh where do you plan on dropping colonies like from now on like just so i know not to live there where did they did he drop it in char's counterattack like tibet i think or yeah, something they dropped something on tibet stay out of stay out of grips right <laughs> yeah we're not taking your home away we're just turning it into a giant laser preheat <laughs> look I guess like what we're saying is we obviously enjoy the characters and the series and stuff, but this is, this is one of those slivers that's, you know, maybe, you know, not the easiest thing to be critical about because you, you feel like it, it kind of went by so quickly, you know, so there's not a, there, there's not a whole lot of substance to it because like Mike's saying, it feels a bit sort of decompressed in terms of storytelling, you know, as a piece of a whole, you know, obviously, you know, and, and if you could watch the entire 
you know, show, then it, it obviously plays a part. I mean, I, I still think, like, a lot of the music is really good, you know, in that sense, where, you know, e even though, you know, Mike may be complaining about all the excess accessories that the the act guys come with, I think the, the you know, the, the jazz that kind of plays when when they're, you know, basically, you know, sorting, you know, launching out and everything like that is pretty cool. I, you know, it, and, you know, even the song that, you know, Justin mentioned in the opening, the whole, you know, Kwai thing, you know, fits very well with the context of the scene and everything. Like, like I, I guess, you know, it, it's kind of like that dichotomy again, you know, where, you know, Daryl's music has always been a lot more poppy, you know, pop music type thing. And that Kwai one is, is a bit more like that as opposed to, you know, some of the, the, you know, EO jazz, you know, groovy duel, like all that kind of good stuff. So I, I think that's still, it, it's maintained, but maybe not quite as obvious in this. I, I, I think part of maybe what makes this episode feel a little distant from what we have gotten used to. And I, I don't really know how this is going to wrap up because like I said, I think it's gotten to the point where I've read up to in the manga. So I don't really know where this is all going, but there is that aspect where it almost seems like EO and Daryl are on completely separate tracks, you know? So I'm, I'm kind of wondering how, you know, what, I mean, obviously I guess it's the South Sea Alliance stuff, but Right now, it seems like they're so far removed from one another. It's like you wonder how they will end up reuniting on the battlefield, you know, or, or, or how that exactly all comes to play. And I think because they're not in direct conflict with one another, and they're also not being explicitly contrasted, like, there, there is that aspect to the episode that feels like it's sort of maybe not not as you know part of the the mythos or the canon or whatever you know not as essential to your complete understanding of the the thunderbolt story coming to media players everywhere in 2017 from the fire and water podcast network beginning with the origin of his comic book fandom and ending with the destruction of the universe Professor Zoom Yukinori leads a monthly expedition through his favorite single-issue comic book stories from the Bronze Age of DC Comics. While promising unique celebrity guest perspectives in an ambitious attempt to set this program apart from other comic book review podcasts, thrill to the imagination, bask in the brilliance, experience the wonder of... The Done in One Wonders Podcast Wonder Show. Discover how compressed storytelling can broaden one's mind. Listen for it wherever Fire and Water Podcast Network podcasts are networking. Alright, well, you guys have been listening to Fanholes Mobile Suit Mondays. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, of course, you can email us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us discuss this seventh slash season two, episode three discussion on Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. 
And we're going to, of course, continue to bring you the latest on Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. And, of course, we're also, you know, in the midst of our index coverage of the original Mobile Suit Gundam anime. So we hope you continue listening to those bits of Gundam that we're covering on the show. If you've enjoyed listening to Mobile Suit Mondays, you might like checking out some of our other spinoff shows. We've got Toku Thursdays, Transformers Tuesdays, Sentai Saturdays. Comics, motherfucker, do you read them? Big in Japan, where we talk about anime, and of course the Fan Holes podcast proper. And you can find us, of course, on all kinds of cool social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we appreciate all the likes and feedback we receive there. And you can stream us on Stitcher Radio, and of course we appreciate all the feedback and reviews we get on iTunes. So, until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. Hey, it's Mike Thunderwing. And this is Justin. Zion guys with Hydra gear. It's like... Deploy your periscope! Uh-oh, Daryl's in trouble! Is this the, the end kids of Claudia? Thinking. Check out tomorrow's episode, the return of Claudia. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> that little kid is gonna report to the Fetties. Step on him, Matt guy! <laughs>